0: Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started.
1: Bill, thank you for joining us today on Business Ninjas. We're excited to have you on the show. Uh, Maybe we could start by having you... Give uh, your role in the company, you know, give us the name of the company and the website and where you're based. Sure thing. Uh, so I'm Philip Tidwell. I am VP of
0: marketing operations for Cherry Creek Mortgage Company. Technically, I work for the holdings company because we support a variety of uh, different lenders kind of under our uh, you know, parent company. Uh, but our main company uh, is Cherry Creek Mortgage uh, that we support on the marketing side. Um, Our main company website is cherrycreekmortgage.com.
1: Great. Okay. And where's the the company? Well, I guess Cherry Creek itself, where is that based versus the parent company?
0: So uh, our company headquarters is in Greenwood Village, Colorado, which is basically Metro Denver. Uh, The company was started uh, 30 plus years ago um, in kind of a city within Denver. It's referred to as Cherry Creek. Or it's more like an area. It's not technically a city. Right.
1: Okay. And then maybe you can give us a little bit of a a bio about what your career arc has been to bring you to the present opportunity. Sure thing. Um,
0: When I came out of uh, grad school, I got started actually in training. Um, I was hired into a a training organization, a sales training organization, um, and I did some instructional design work. Uh, did that for a few years, learned a lot about selling because I was doing training work for a selling company um, and then had a job transition where I ended up in the mortgage business on the sales side. Did that for a couple of years, both inside, outside sales um, and then migrated over into operations also. So I learned a little bit about uh, you know product structures and underwriting, uh, that sort of work then came back full circle into a training role in the mortgage industry um, and then did that for a few years. That eventually evolved into an internal communications role, which then grew to encompass marketing communications um, and then kind of continued that path um, into a director role and ultimately my current role as VP. Um, Kind of the thread that flows through that entire arc, if yeah. you will, um, is communication, you know, knowing how to write well, knowing how to synthesize information, knowing what your audience is, um, and then tailoring that communication message into that audience in whatever delivery mechanism, it, you know, you're required to at that point. So training, it's still communicating. I still have a very clear point and a very clear audience, but the style of the communication and the way it's supported is different, obviously from the marketing side.
1: Gotcha, okay, thank you. And then uh, maybe you can give us, I mean, the the elevator pitch for the company, right? But also maybe how you position yourselves in that industry.
0: Sure thing. Um, I I would say that the elevator pitch for us um, is that a mortgage product is complex and it really is not a one size fits all type of product. So it's very important to pay attention to the needs of the customer, and it's important to work with a lender that's got a variety of lending options available, mm-hmm. plus experienced loan officers to support execution of that product. So that's kind of my elevator pitch at least from the marketing support side of things.
1: And then uh inside of that world, I mean, I I'm guessing you you focus maybe more on residential than commercial, but you know, how do you specialize inside of that world and are there like uh geographic parameters around where you focus?
0: Gotcha. Great great questions. So in terms of our specialties, I would probably divide it into two primary verticals you've got Uh, traditional forward mortgages, but then we also have reverse mortgages that we offer. Um, And then there's some nuances within that, Uh, you know, on the forward side, there's, you know, jumbo options, then there's specific, um, you know, support that you can do for various uh, government uh, insured programs, such as VA, USDA, et cetera. Um, So those are the two primary splits, though, would be the forward and the reverse sides.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Yep. And then is it a, a nationwide sort of thing where you're you're focused on, across all 50 states in, in the U.S.?
0: We are currently licensed in 45 states. Wow. So you've, okay. you've got to you've got to be licensed in the specific states in which you're operating. Our target is to get to all 50. Uh, some of them have a few more complexities connected to, uh, you know, what's expected at the state level uh, yeah. in terms of the registration requirements. So we're still kind of working through that. Uh, we Started in Colorado, and then we primarily were operating, say, west of the Mississippi, just for a geographic breakdown. Yeah. Uh, but in the last few years, we've started expanding further east and further northeast.
1: Wow.
0: Exactly, and and it's complex. I I I'm not sure. Don't don't quote me on this, but I, I've heard that the mortgage business is almost as regulated as like pharmaceuticals and, and medical <laughs> industries. It's one of the more highly regulated ones. Yeah. Uh, so we have to pay attention like on the advertising side to general uh, requirements uh, for ad advertising compliance kind of at a federal national level. But then you also have carve outs at the state level in terms of what's required for disclaimers, uh, what has to go on websites, what has to go on advertising. So you have to always kind of pay attention to that. When you move into a new state, uh, right what, what do they expect uh, what what does reporting look like, et cetera
1: interesting, okay, and how did the the covid era uh, affect your your business? I mean I guess depending on the, which part of the country you're in it was it could have been a crazy busy time or not so what what was it like navigating through these changing times and and helping folks get done what they needed to get done
0: well, I think the First answer to the question is the actual technology bit. Like, can you operate uh, in an environment where all of a sudden lots of people have to be remote, et cetera? I think one of the things that kind of worked for us was the fact that we were based in Colorado. So we had always invested heavily in like tech infrastructure because you never know when a blizzard's is going to kind of come through and right. <laughs> kind of... Uh, Create some challenges around your operational structure. Um, So for a while, we've had the tech platform in place for our employees to work either at a you know home office or at a headquarters. Um, So it was actually not that big of a lift for us uh, from the tech side to just say, hey, everybody work from home now. Um, The our our company, uh, especially in the early part of the lockdowns. Uh, had most of the executives kind of in the office uh, and and there were a few functions, uh, for example, like post-closing, et cetera, that needed to be in the office because they had to actually handle physical files. Right. As I understand it, like our underwriting team, they're mostly digital. They can kind of work from anywhere, but there comes a point in the loan manufacturing cycle where you have to package things up, scan them, get them ready to, to send out to the investors. So we had a few Units that had to actually physically touch things that were in the office. Um, But for the most part, um, you know, in terms of operations, we were remote. Um, In terms of impact on our business, um, the mortgage industry was gangbusters during uh, the lockdowns and COVID. Interest rates were just historically low at that point in time. So, you know, doing mortgages was like shooting fish in a barrel. Um, yeah. But as you know, everything started kind of piling up on the back end of COVID. Uh, that's kind of led us to the, the doorway that we're in right now, which seems like a recession. Uh, I think some folks are calling it that. Some are kind of hesitant to call it that. But there's certainly some dysfunction happening <laughs> now yeah. in the market. And, um, you know, as the Fed has been seeking to combat that, you know, rates have been creeping up. So now where a lot of companies. Uh, took it on the chin when COVID hit. During that initial period, we were thriving. But then once those interest rates started kicking up, and then you layer that with housing costs kind of escalating over the last few years, all of a sudden, you've got affordability problems. And then our industry is, you know, now kind of taking it on the chin in terms of applications being down, not as many people uh, looking to buy, etc. So right now, we're, we're, you know, looking for those rates to hopefully start con- or continue on the path down. Thankfully, they're starting to trend down and have been for you know, a couple months. But uh, we'd like to see them pull down you know, a little bit more so we can create a little bit more liveliness uh, in the housing market, in that purchase market.
1: Gotcha. OK. And then as you look at um, so you you kind of broke down two sides of the, the business that you focus on. You know, maybe there's an ideal customer persona in each one of those that you could kind of give folks context around. So what are the types of customers that you work well with in each side of the business? And you know, sure. what what are they struggling with and how are you helping them get there?
0: Yeah, a- absolutely. If you look at the way our content is kind of broken down across our you know owned assets we we have personas that are sort of matched to specific products so we mm-hmm. we really focus on products um and and in that set we we also do some uh, additional breakdowns of like low down payment products as well so those those could be categorized into a couple of different parent products because you've got low down payment for FHA uh as well as Fannie and Freddie options so We do have kind of a low down payment persona, like a first time buyer with not a lot of cash on hand. Um, But then we also have some personas that are tied to more specific products like uh, VA, for example, somebody that's of a military background is eligible for that type of financing. USDA, for example, which is more rural, uh, low down payment, uh, but looking for folks that are kind of outside the city limits in uh, one of those USDA zones. So most of our content is kind of tied into those specific types of products that we offer. Um, And then the other key persona, again, kind of getting back to what I referenced earlier in our conversation, would be uh, the reverse mortgage customer. Uh, That would be somebody that's um, 62 and older. Uh, There are a few state carve outs, again, for that product, Um, but that's the general guidance that you're looking at, uh, 62 and older with a significant amount of equity in their product, uh, sorry, in their home. Um, right. so those are kind of the, the way I would categorize our personas.
1: Gotcha. Okay. And then, uh, I guess the last thing to, to cover would be what's the company strategy for outreach? You know, where, where are you active? Uh, where can people find you? What social media channels are you, are you supporting?
0: Great question. We are, uh, of, of course, we have you know corporate websites, um, yeah. but then we also uh, have invested a lot of, of work and money into Google My Business as well as Facebook. Um, our tech platform is, is pretty complex. We've got like our parent sites, uh, but then we feed content down to the loan officer level as well. Uh, so that extends to our web structure as well as our social media platforms also.
1: Right. All right. Uh,
0: yeah, great. So we've we've partnered with some you know different vendors out there to to make sure that you know our brand standards are consistent across the platforms. Uh, but then also getting back to the regulatory side of things, we've got to make sure that uh, all the required you know federal and state disclaimers are populating. Um, also paying attention to where individual loan officers are licensed as well. So you may have state disclaimers that need to flow into certain. Uh, you know, lockups on Facebook, uh, for a, for example, for a loan officer that's in California uh, versus Colorado, which is a little bit more flexible and doesn't require uh, a specific state disclaimer for that individual that's licensed in Colorado.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of moving parts. Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're never bored.
1: <laughs> yeah, I bet not. I bet not. <laughs> Well, Phil, thanks for coming on the show today. We appreciate it. And it's going to be great to see you guys uh, go on to new heights as the year progresses. So thank you.
0: Absolutely. Appreciate the invite. It's really uh, nice talking to you, Jamie. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.